If ever there was an argument to switch from Apple to BlackBerry, I think Jennifer Lawrence just found it. This is where the money is. Hey everybody, I'm Mark Reith here with Sean O'Reilly, and welcome to another edition of Where the Money Is. It's Tuesday, so we're talking all consumer goods all the time. I'm back here for the first time in a while. I'm welcome excited. Welcome back. Yeah! We got a lot to get to today, and a shorter format, so we might as well this just... It's going to be hard. Yeah, I know. We're gonna keep on talking. Keep on going quickly. Uh, we're talking about Uber and why they're losing money. We're talking about dollar, family dollar, and why they're making so much money. But we're going to begin with Kevin Durant, who's just making a boatload of he money today. He will be buying his own small country soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. If Nike has anything to say about it. For those of you who hadn't heard, Nike and Under Armour have been fighting over the Oklahoma City Star for a couple of days now. It looks like Nike has come out ahead. Uh, break down the story for us. Um, well, first and foremost, uh, my hometown Cleveland, their Le- uh, LeBron James, who we just got back, also gave him a shout-out for sticking with Nike, so nice. they still have him as well. Nice. Um, basically, long and short, it was um, Under Armour was trying to get Kevin Durant this whole time. They're like, and this is a big deal because they're the up-and-coming you know, sports brand. They've been mm-hmm. trying to take it to Nike. Technically, Nike's still number one in all things athletic wear, but obviously Under Armour is giving them a run for their money. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're offering all this money. They're like, oh, come on, do it. Nike finally sealed the deal by giving him, we don't know the exact terms, it's all speculation, but it's pretty much locked out at $350 million over 20 years. God, that's insane. And just for a bit of a, a color in that, Kevin Durant's only going to be GDP making. Ken- no, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. well, that's a good point actually. You know, Durant's only going to be making uh, what was it, forty-one million dollars in his next two years just playing basketball. <laughs> yes, chump change, chump change, chump change. change compared to what chump Nike change. and Under Armour are fighting for him. So, so why? Like you said, Under Armour is catching up to Nike, breathing down their necks almost. Uh, Nike seals the deal with Kevin Durant. They've also got LeBron James. They got the classic, the Air Jordans, which are still like huge sellers. Still huge sellers. It, like, it's incredible. It blows yeah. my mind how much of these things they sell. So going forward, do you see the Durant deal as a, a um, uh, an implication of Nike continuing to be the dominant force in sporting goods? This, I, I mean, obviously I was like, oh my gosh, one guy's getting that much money for signing his name on a shoe. <laughs> but, um, no, he's obviously like getting well paid. Like They wouldn't give him $350 million over 20 years if this was not in their interest. Mm. What this did, it had nothing to do with Kevin in my mind. It was just solidifying Nike's position as still the leader in all things athletic wear. Right. So. They, they got the money to spend. Yeah. Speaking of money to spend, uh, Uber has been losing a bit of money. Uh, It's been a weird couple of weeks for the car sharing service, and today it was announced that a German court in Frankfurt has banned part of the company's services in all of Germany, one of their fastest growing markets in Europe. Again, give us a story, and what does this mean for Uber? Yeah, so um, Uber, as you know, a couple of months ago, I think, actually on the show, we talked about the valuation they were assigned by private equity guys. $17 billion for an app that hooks you up with a free ride. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not a free ride, but a ride. That'd be fun. Um, anyway, you said you use Uber all the time, right? I use Uber all the time. Live in the district. It's easy. Convenient. On my phone. What do you say? I saw this thing where they ran it, and they timed a taxi mm. Uber mm-hmm. and Lyft to get, and this was like in New York City, and they timed how long it took them to pick you up and get you to your destination, mm-hmm. and the taxi won because they know the city better. Well, that's the implication. So the, the Frankfurt court, it, it doesn't like uh, not all of Uber, but Uber Pop, which is a specific service for Uber. It's like the UberX here in the States where it's just, it literally is just some guy with an app on his phone and a car 
coming around and picking people up who are texting to, to him that they need a ride. Right. It's the German version of that. It's called Uber Pop. That, uh, the German courts have alleged, is, is not going to be allowed because those drivers aren't professionals. Right. The taxi drivers they know the They want them to pay for the medallion and, and that's the other registered thing. taxi drivers, which... I, I like Uber, what they're doing. It's fun. It's disruptive, all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. I kind of see the argument there. I kind of see it as well. And This is, you know, a safety of your population kind of a question. It makes a lot of sense. And yeah. on top of all that, Uber has been dealing with the backlash from this Operation Slog, which is when they Do give... This is just crazy. They <laughs> give their employees burner cell phones and credit cards, call Lyft drivers, and then convince the Lyft drivers to switch sides over to Uber during the ride. That's just... It's incredible. What's actually going on? Oh, it, it was actually. This is these are leaked documents from Uber that this is. I what saw it, the it three point, but I didn't know that was made up because it was like um, call, get mm-hmm. them to pick you up, mm-hmm. ask them why they're with Lyft mm-hmm. instead of Uber, and then be like, oh, would you ever consider switching? Yeah. And then if they would be like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Give them a piece of paper and get them to sign. There you go. And the the people who convinced them got seven hundred fifty dollars per person like, headhunting. Pretty profitable. It's incredible. Yeah. So all that being said, so again. Uber clearly dealing with some this difficulties. This is like the Wild West, though. It really this is. This is like what the robber barons did, like Johnny Rockefeller and Vanderbilt and all this, like mm-hmm. 200 years ago. Whatever like, it, it takes. Just kill or be killed. Yeah. I, yeah. This is just an incredibly profitable niche to be in right now. And Uber, uh, it, once the argument could be made that Uber was owning it, now it's clearly scared of Lyft. If they're willing to pay $750 per head of Lyft's drivers, yep. I don't know, that tells me something about Uber. $17 billion, do you really think it's worth it? Um, I would not pay $17 billion just because, like, the regulatory, like, theoretically, right. every city in America could literally say you have to have a taxi medallion. Right. It's a safety thing. Yeah. Like, you the- like, it could theoretically get messed up like that. Like, they're doing well now, but it's because it's unregulated and everything. Yeah, who knows? Um, I mean, easily, I, I, I don't know. I would be concerned about the regulation. I absolutely would be as well. Okay, our final story of the day and our big big one, the big one, yeah. Uh, Family Dollar, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, it's a dollar bonanza out there. All three companies have been fighting for market dominance in the dollar store industry for a while now. And it looks like they're finally combining forces, but I'm confused. There are so many dollars at stake here. Sean, what the heck is going on? You've got Family Dollar, you've Uh got Dollar General, Uh you've got Dollar Tree. Uh Dollars everywhere. Who's, Um, Who's doing what? <clears throat> okay. Should have had water. Um, dollar General this morning raised its bid for Family Dollar to $80. Now, keep in mind, Family Dollar is the one of the dollar... We really should clarify that. Um, that's the one that Carl Icahn bought into, and he's been trying to sell the company to Dollar General. He actually doesn't care who sells it to. He just wants to sell it. But they've also stated they're literally willing to do anything antitrust-wise in order to get this done. They're willing to sell 1,500 locations. They're willing to pay $500 million in fines and FTC fees if the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, mm-hmm. doesn't clear it. I mean, they're literally willing to do anything to buy this company. Well, why? Let me stop you right there. What is, what is Dollar General so afraid of? Why? This brings us back around to what's going on with the industry in general. All of these companies, Dollar General, all these guys, have been doing extremely well since 2008, 2009 when the recession hit. Their price point that they operate at became extremely attractive when the unemployment rate like, spikes up and everything. Right. Now that the economy is improving, increased competition from Walmart and Target, you've got them starting to be like, hey, they're making tons of money and stealing market share from us. They're starting to open up smaller locations in urban markets. Mm-hmm. 
when you get to the point of market saturation in any industry, consolidation is the name of the game. It's happening in tobacco right now and all that. And that's really what's happening here. They're like, okay, we can't grow anymore. We can't open up any more locations. I'm going to buy that guy. Right. That's what's going on. Um, currently, Family Dollar, the company that Dollar General just raised their bid on, is currently slated to sell itself to Dollar Tree for $74.50 in cash. This is not a huge difference. This mm-hmm. is $5 in uh, cash and stock. It's less of an antitrust concern because technically, um, Dollar Tree op- literally sells things for a dollar. Right. That's literally it. Dollar General, they actually sell stuff for like 5 and $10. They sell a little bit of food. False advertising. It's criminal. Ah. I hate them. Yeah. Um, so there's less of an antitrust concern there, and that's one of the reasons that uh, Family Dollar kind of wants to stick with that bid. It is partially a stock deal, so any gains that they get from mm. – that's kind of what's going on. Makes so sense. Makes sense. Somebody's going to buy this company just because consolidation is the only thing that these companies can do now. But um, I don't know. Eventually, Dollar General has actually come out and said, if you don't talk to us about this $80, we're going to go hostile and still try to buy you. So, right, right. I don't know. That's interesting. Okay, so who, who comes out ahead at the end of the game with the dollar stores? Who do you like the best right now? The strongest player right now in the market is family, I'm sorry, Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Their returns on equity, get this, like... Warren Buffett's favorite company, Coca-Cola, has returns on equity of 30, uh, 30%. So every year they make 30 cents on every dollar that's been invested in the business. Not bad. Dollar Tree's in the 40s. Okay. They're a really, really, really good business. Hmm. Like, that's it, you know? And they're just selling stuff for a buck all the time. Um, dollar General, Family Dollar, they're still technically great businesses. They're in the 20, 25% return on equity range. Mm-hmm. But the strongest player is technically Dollar Tree right now, and I still see them winning no matter what. Okay. So, yeah. For Sean O'Reilly, I'm Mark Reef. That's it for this edition of Where the Money Is. Tune in tomorrow. Bye. Bye.